0: Hey everybody this is Mike uh, with what cops know I'm a detective with about 30 years of experience in uh, kind of the middle of the country and we're going to discuss today just some things about what cops know about uh, recent events specifically today we're going to talk about the Kim Part- Potter trial the purpose of this podcast is not legal advice It is simply to uh, provide a perspective and maybe an educational view. Uh, It is not designed to replace any kind of legal, uh, professional legal advice that you might need. So let's talk about Kim Potter. Kim Potter is the officer uh, who shot Dante Wright. Uh, And uh, if you recall, she said, taser, 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 I'm going to tase you. Uh, and then drew her actual handgun, her firearm, and fired one time after saying, Taser, 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 uh, and ultimately killed Mr. Wright as he fled from the scene. Uh, The situation was Kim Potter uh, was a very experienced officer, something like 20-some-odd years on the force. My understanding is most of that time had been in... um, more of a, uh, desk job type situation. Uh, that, I haven't confirmed that. I know that the one sergeant today was, uh, commenting that she had been on day shift the entire time that he'd been working. Um, in any event, uh, Kim Potter, uh, was training a guy, an officer named Lucky, ironically was his last name. They saw a vehicle, um, it exhibited kind of mild probable cause, but, uh, probable cause in any event, to be pulled over. They pulled over the vehicle. Um, Officer Lucky was uh, the primary officer. Uh, Kim Potter was the kind of secondary officer. Sounds like she was more or less shadowing Officer Lucky, watching as he uh, fulfilled his role. uh, And her job was just to kind of keep him on track and let him, of handle the situation so they make contact with uh, mr. Wright uh, run his name turns out he doesn't have insurance he doesn't have a driver's license uh, he is uh, has a uh, protection order basically a restraining order restraining him from being with a particular female. There was a female in the car turns out wasn't the same female however they didn't know that at the time. He also had a warrant for a firearms violation. Uh, and so they uh, had made contact, went back to the car, ran him, and then went back up to um, arrest him. they had called for a cover officer. Their sergeant showed up. The, he was the cover officer. Um, Lucky made a driver's side approach. The sergeant made a uh, passenger side approach. And Kim Potter stayed kind of by the rear corner of the vehicle initially. Uh, officer Lucky had... Mr. Wright exited the vehicle, went to place him in handcuffs. They advised him he was under arrest. Uh, Mr. Wright then began to resist, tried to get back in the vehicle and drive away. The sergeant on the offside opened the door, reached in, tried to keep the car in park, um, tried to prevent uh, Wright from driving the car away. Uh, Officer Lucky was trying to pull him back out of the car. Kim Potter ran around. Kind of in front of Officer Lucky, between him and the the actual door of the car, said, "I'm going to tase you." She drew her her firearm. She said, "Taser, taser, taser," and then she fired one shot. At which point, Mr. Wright um, apparently got the vehicle in drive because it was a kind of on the center console type shifter. Got the vehicle in drive and drove away at a high rate of speed, ultimately crashing about a block away and dying. After he uh, kind of creamed an old couple that were driving the opposite direction. So, um, the prosecution has charged her with uh, first degree involuntary manslaughter and second degree involuntary manslaughter. Uh, the th- theory was that uh, Miss Potter had. Uh, Somehow purposely drawn her firearm instead of her taser the way their uh, agency had their tasers set up was They were both strong hand draws. However, the taser was a cross draw So you would reach across your body with your right hand and pull the taser out Um, The firearm uh, obviously was in a normal position that you normally see Um, so they charged her with The first degree intentional homicide, or I'm sorry, involuntary uh, manslaughter uh, requires basically a, well, both of them actually require some degree of uh, mens rea, some degree of frame of mind. Basically, she would have to have purposely chosen to do something that she knew would cause um, or potentially cause serious bodily injury or death. Or she would have have to recklessly choose to do something that would cause intentional or serious bodily injury or death um, with the reckless, you still have to make a choice to be reckless and so in that situation, uh, there 's multiple arguments going on should she could she have actually used deadly force since the sergeant was actually in the car when he was trying to drive away? Was the use of the taser appropriate? Was it a violation of department policy? Because if a person is driving a car and you tase them, then they have um, the likelihood, since their their muscles lock up, they have the likelihood of crashing the car. Although taser probes would break off before then the wires would break, and so then they would regain, immediately control their body. But um, those were all things that that were going on, um, questions that have been raised. Uh, the biggest thing that I've heard civilians talk about is, well, she had to have known that she had her taser and not her gun. And the 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 truth is that, in that type of situation, that's tense, uncertain, and rapidly evolving. A person, um, you know, you're going to say, uh, you're gonna you're gonna tell your 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 arm, hey, grab the taser, and then simultaneously you're going to Uh, do the thing that your body has done reflexively. We have reflexes for a reason. Uh, It's to save us from saber-toothed tigers. We don't have to think about things that we've done over and over again. We have muscle memory. We do those things automatically. They're hardwired and that way we're able to continue to use our brain for other things. So in that situation, with her attention completely focused on Mr. Wright and the fight they were having to get him out of the vehicle, The fact that he had a weapons violation to begin with Uh, when she when her mind told her body grab the taser it did automatic mode and grab the firearm which she's drawn i guarantee in her career uh, a thousand times more often than she's drawn her taser both in training and in practice and so um, and a taser has a similar similar ergonomics to a firearm in that it it has kind of a if you look at a taser, it looks like a, a small, oddly-shaped firearm. Uh, also, the way it's fired is the same as a firearm in that it, it uh, you pull a trigger. So all those factors came into play. Uh, to say that she had the frame of mind that she was going to shoot the guy or, or draw her gun purposely is just untrue. And if she was able to righteously use her taser and she meant to then she just made a terrible mistake and that terrible mistake obviously she needs to be held accountable for however uh, especially based on the charges that they brought I don't think that those charges fit uh, a mistake she had to have had uh, some frame of mind to to recklessly purposely put him in danger Uh, afterwards you could tell she immediately Oh my gosh, I just shot him. Oh, You know, OMG, OMG, OMG. She's, she's saying it religiously. I try not to say that. But um, I just shot him. I'm going to prison. She's rolling around. She's crying. She's absolutely hysterical. All those things say show that she doesn't have that frame of mind, that mens rea. So uh, at this point, it's going to be interesting to see how things go. The prosecution is still putting their case on. Um, I'd love to hear if you have questions or comments. Uh, I'd love to have a discussion with you about it. Thank you and have a wonderful day.